Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Causey Consulting Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Causey, and I'm also the owner of Causey Consulting, which you can find online anytime at CauseyConsultingLLC.com. I'm very happy to welcome Art Burns to the show today. Art is a former advertising executive and stressed out parent who now works with parents and others to help them reduce stress and eliminate overwhelm and reactivity through mindfulness practices. Art, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to be my guest. Oh, Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. It's really excited to be here with you. Nice. So I'm so curious. I was reading some information about your biography, and I noticed that you had a Mad Men-style advertising career. And I'd love for you to tell us what that was like. Indeed, indeed. I, I often say that it was Mad Men's uh, 2000 edition. <laughs> it was like the modern day <laughs> Mad Men. Um, I did work literally on Madison Avenue uh, for, for one agency. I've worked for several different ad agencies in New York City. Um, literally the the prototype of what you see in the movie, except, you know, modernized, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yes, it was absolutely the most stressful situation that I could even make up. I don't think I could even make up something it had more stress involved with um with the, the the just the the tremendous grind and you know it's so um so you know deadline oriented and so competitive and mm. just so i mean just ultra 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 all the time just just push 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 literally working 24 hours a day flying oh. at one point i took a trip I, <laughs> I had to take a trip to europe and i actually went to i flew into france and flew back in the same day i had the same flight attendant crew on the, on the oh. flight in business class and they looked at me like you're back <laughs> I mean, that's how crazy life was back then <laughs> wow yeah yeah it was it was pretty severe <laughs> that's intense so yeah. i i mean i i'm sure that this might be kind of a, a funny question after what you've just shared i mean having to make this transcontinental trip uh, <laughs> with, with no room for error was there a particular moment or an event that led you to say, you know what, I just cannot live this way anymore? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you asked that because that was, um, you know, it, it's something that, you know, with a lot of different industries and a lot of different positions and occupations we can do, you know, we get so accustomed to the stress that we don't mm-hmm. see it. And oftentimes it does take a, an event or something to happen. And and that's very much true for me. I, um, it all kind of goes around the birth of my first child. My, when my daughter was born in, um, in 2008, um, you know, I was actually, um, <laughs> I was actually painting her room. You know, I took the day off. It was mm-hmm. a Saturday that I had to take off. You oh. know, that's how it was, right? Like, so I told everybody, I'm not available. I got to paint my daughter's room. It's Saturday. You know, uh, you know, you deal with it yourself, whatever's mm-hmm. going on. And literally, even on a Saturday, my phone was ringing all day. And I'll never forget that moment, just getting up and down this ladder and like, just feeling like I was just, there was no way to separate myself from the work, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and fortunately for me, you know, that, that alone wouldn't have done it probably. I probably would have still just, again, just succumbed to that as being just part of the job, you know? Um, but, but fortunately for me, a couple of months later, the, the financial crash really took a toll on the industry and, uh, and my work with my, uh, my position was, uh, dissolved so that I was out. I, I like found myself outside. So it was a question for me whether to go back into it or 
to, you know, <laughs> to figure something else out. And, and thankfully, that was the event that kind of made me really take stock in like, you know, what's really important in my life, you know, is, is you know, like, again, I just had this brand new baby, you know, that I'm responsible for now. And, and you know, do I want to live for the business and, and just kind of, you know, just not have a life outside of work and, and really, you know, damaging myself just, you know, physically, emotionally, and, and really putting myself in great danger of, of not, of not being there for her for the rest of her life. You know, that, that all of a sudden came into stark focus, uh, for me. And, um, and fortunately, like I said, I found myself outside the, you know, so it was a question of whether I push myself back in or I use this freedom to now figure something else out. And thankfully I did the latter. Mm-hmm. That's such a, yeah. a rich, an interesting metaphor. I mean, I'm, I'm visualizing you being up on a ladder trying to paint and then the phone rings. And so you've got to get back down again and then you go back up and then you get back down. And it's it, the image it conjures for me is like a hamster on a wheel, just like yeah. it, it never ends the pressure and the demands from work. Like at what point do you get to get off the wheel and just be a human? Right. Right. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what it was. And, and, you know, and that was very, you know, um, you know, indicative of the way the entire, you know, that, that was just one day, but it was like, that's a, a metaphor for the entire career. Right. And, um, and, and yeah, and when it's something that's so, you know, you're just trying to take a little time for mm-hmm. yourself and for your family. And it's like, you can't even do that. That's when it really, like I said, it was like a, a dash of water in the face, you know, mm-hmm. a wake up yeah. call for sure. <laughs> yeah, A wake mm-hmm. up call for sure. Absolutely. So you are in the coaching space now, and I would love to know more about your own entrepreneurial journey. How did you get started? And then how do you feel that your coaching practice has evolved or changed over the years? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, after I left advertising, you know, I I actually entrepreneurship was my my thing at Mm -hmm. that point. I was like, I need to do something on my own so that I can control my time. You know, I can have some level of, of, you know, time freedom, you know, Uh, at the expense of financial freedom. I was taking the the time freedom, you know, um, knowing that it would take some time to build up. obviously. Mm -hmm. And so and so I did uh, I had a I, I did a project with a restaurant for a couple of years and I did a couple of things leading up to to. To the idea of coaching, but along the t- along the way of of leaving advertising, you know, uh, the first thing I did was I, you know, I quit smoking. I started losing weight. I started just getting my health back. I I eventually quit drinking. I realized that I was I was you know just way too reliant on alcohol mm-hmm. again madmen you know yeah. um and so and so like i started to shed all these sort of things that were were preventing me from really finding my true happiness you know and and along the way i discovered mindfulness practices and and once i discovered mindfulness practices i realized that that this was so key to to the ability to to regain my health and to reclaim my happiness. And, um, you know, mindfulness is nothing more complicated than just simply paying attention to what's happening as it's happening, you know, and it's, it's Mm -hmm. really that simple. And once I realized the simplicity, the, the exquisite simplicity of that, and I started practicing it, I realized that I need to help people with this, because if I had known this, 10 years ago, my career would have taken a completely different trajectory. And, and I may have been able to handle it in a, in a way that would have been, 
you know, more healthy, more sustainable, more, you know, more enjoyable. And, um, and so, so yeah, so that started the, the art burns coaching, you know, that's where I started. And I started just, you know, at first I just worked with people for free, you know, I was just like, Mm -hmm. Hey, let me help people, you know, just come at me, you know, let me do this. And I, I helped people who were parents. I helped people who were entrepreneurs. I helped people who were, um, you know, just in, you know, in, in, uh, uh, graduate school and trying to break into industry. I, I helped business owners. I just got to help a really broad spectrum of different people. But the one thing that they all shared was that level of stress that just made, you know, stress becomes, like I said, with my career, it becomes something that's just so, you know, just so part of life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like you don't notice it anymore. But at the same time, it becomes like this, this fog that you're, you're trying to fight through all the time. And it just, and once I was able to help these people, you know, um, just, just kind of, relieve that stress and get through it just dissolve that fog so they could see what's actually happening i mean the 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 results that people were seeing were just amazing i mean you know one woman the very first person i i found on linkedin and i i said okay i complete stranger i said i'll coach you for free if you just give me a a good recommendation you Mm -hmm. know and um and she originally you know was about like her parenting because she was a a private you know a a small business owner and she was spending all her time parent uh, uh on the business and having a hard time sharing time with her kids by the time we were done a few months later she you know her business had improved her her relationship with her spouse had improved Mm -hmm. her kids you know the whole thing just became like okay we thought we were going to fix this one thing but all of this other stuff you know and it just (laughs) it was just so gratifying to me so so that was this the start of it and um and so along the years i've i've you know kind of refined it to be um you know i i really do focus on parents at this point because um you know, so much of the things that we do, you know, as parents, you know, number one, it's the impact that we have on our kids, which is, of course, the the future. And that's important to me, you know, like, like, there's certain cycles that happen that we kind of fall into automatically. And, and if we can kind of look at how we're raising our kids, we have a chance of breaking those cycles in a, in a really important way. Um, but also the fact that that all parents, you know, these days in this in Western society, you know, there's no, there's no more like, you know, stay at home mom mm-hmm. just has to parent, you know, or stay at home dad that just has a parent. The people are always trying to balance the work and the home life. And, and unfortunately, almost 10 times out of 10, the home life is what suffers, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that's always the thing that gets put on the side. Just like, you know, you said, climb it up and down that ladder. You know, yep. it's like, it's like, you, you know, you, you put your kids in, you know, um, you know, in front of the TV because you have to go on a Zoom meeting, you know, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, which is, of course, now more than ever, this is what people are seeing, you know? And so, um, so yeah, so that's why I've really, uh, you know, focused in on helping parents, specifically parents who are trying to juggle that, that work life balance. And, um, and again, through, through very, very simple practices, I am able to achieve that with, with a lot of people. And it's really, really gratifying, gratifying to me. And, and it's really wonderful to see the changes that the, the happiness and the changes that they're showing and uh, the way that they're able to connect to their kids and also thrive in their business. And, and really like you can have it all if you, if you really, um, you know, if you commit to, to, you know, to, to approaching things in the right way, there's no reason you can't balance these things and, and really, like I say, have it all. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. 
This this dovetails nicely into a question that I want to ask uh, about the the sort of stressful and different time that we're living in. People are stir crazy, and and at the same time they're worried. You know, they're still they're still scared about the pandemic and what's going to happen next with COVID. People are cloistered together in the home, and and maybe people have never had to homeschool their kids before. The kids are there all day, and there's a mom. I'm bored. I don't know what to do next. I've already finished my schoolwork, and then you've got to go to a Zoom meeting. It's a different kind of time that we're living in. So what are some tips that you can share for sort of harried and and weary parents? The kids are bored, but the boss wants you on a Zoom meeting and you're trying to juggle all these plates in the air and keep everybody happy. What what tips can you share to sort of alleviate some of that stress? Yeah, well, that's a great question, Sarah. Thank you. Um, So so first of all, I would say that, you know, the, the first thing that I recommend to people is that you know, it's really important to let go of the kind of, you know, the paradigm that we have, right? Mm-hmm. The, like the idea of, of screen time and the idea of, you know, like this perfection that we look for as parents, you know, um, a lot of that is not attainable right now. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not. And mm-hmm. so and so the more we can kind of allow ourselves the the, you know, the license and the forgiveness for some of the things that we simply have to do, you know, like if your kids are bored and you have a business meeting that you can't get out of, it's a hard choice to make but sometimes you know a little extra screen time is not the end of the world you know or, or just allowing the kids to do a little bit more than you would normally kind of you know your parent instincts tell you that oh mm-hmm. no no that's bad I shouldn't do that you know like really try to revisit those those instincts and, and try to look at them in the context of what we're going through right now as opposed to you know as though everything was normal because everything's not normal you know that's just the bottom line of it you know and so, and so one way that really one specific practice that I often uh, work with people, like the first thing that I get them to do, uh, you know, mindfulness practices involve formal meditation and we don't have enough time right now for me to teach people how to meditate here. But, but one thing that you can do that is a form of meditation, it's a grounding exercise, right? And so what I tell people to do is to, you know, when you start feeling that, that stress and that, that panic that you Mm -hmm. have about, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And like the moment that you just described, you know, um, what happens in that moment is that you're feeling stress, like stress, the stress response of your body is, is creating a physical state in which you're not able to make proper decisions anyway. You know, so so the Mm -hmm. first thing you got to do is calm down, you know, get out of that. And, um, and so the, a really great way to do that is this very simple grounding exercise. What I ask people to do is simply sit down, like sit down on the edge of your bed or on a dining room table or even at your office desk chair you know you just kind of push yourself back from the desk a little bit hands on your lap eyes closed sitting up straight and just go through a very very simple five-step process which is just checking in with your senses first thing you're going to do is check in with your keeping your eyes closed check in with your sense of sight by by noticing the color of the light that comes through your eyelids right very simply just notice is it red is it blue is it green black what what color do you see there right just spend five or ten seconds with that now move to your sense of hearing just listen what do you hear in the next room what do you hear outside is there somebody mowing a lawn is there a car driving by is it is there water running somewhere in the house or, you know are your mm-hmm. kids screaming in the next room what <laughs> what are you hearing you know um now check in with your sense of smell you know what do you smell do you smell lilacs outside do you smell um you know tea brewing or coffee brewing or, or do you smell you know 
food that's left over. Well, just check in with your nose. Again, five or ten seconds on each of these. Now your taste. This taste is really a fun one because most people, most of the time, we don't check in with our sense of taste or pay attention to it unless we're eating or drinking something. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that your taste buds are not there when you're not eating. You know, it's just a question of paying attention to them. And so paying attention to your, your sense of taste just for a few moments, it, it's very subtle, but it really requires your mind to focus. And that's the key, right? Because in that focus, that's when we're letting all those, you know, stress-inducing thoughts kind of go away a little bit. And um, and then uh, finally, uh, you check in with your sense of touch. And you do this in a very specific way by, by noticing the feeling at the bottoms of your feet. Okay, just spend like 10 seconds. Just notice, are you wearing shoes or socks or bare feet on the floor? Is it a carpet? Is it tile? Is it wood? What's the temperature? What's the 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 you know, the the moisture level? What's the texture that you're feeling? And usually after you've done that for maybe, what, three minutes or so, you do feel a lot more calm. You feel settled. You feel like you can open your eyes then and take a couple of deep breaths. And now you're you're reset. You know, you're, you're in a place now where you can uh, you can get up and you can have a, a fresh set of eyes to look at whatever the, the dilemma was that you're dealing with. Now, is this a perfect exercise? Is this the only exercise you're ever going to need? Absolutely not. You know, there's lots of other things we can get into that are equally as simple. And the more we do them, and that's another thing that I, I ask people is don't wait until it's a, an emergency mm-hmm. to do this. Do it, do it throughout the day. Like set a timer on your phone to go off every hour and do this, you know, as well as some other simple exercises. And then you get into a habit and then you get into uh, a place where you're kind of automatically doing these things and automatically, you know, uh, developing the, the ability to calm yourself down when you do need it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fantastic. Just even <laughs> listening to you describe the exercise, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, I've got my, my feet in the floor and I'm you know, like, I'm calmer just listening to you talk about doing the exercise. So there, <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. So for the the listeners that are hearing this today, that I want to make sure that we're able to connect you to the right audience, the right audience of people finds you. I definitely believe in kismet. So I'm positive there are people listening today that are like, yes, that I need that. Tell us about your ideal client. Who, Who do you look for in the market? Who do you help? Right. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Well, um, you know, the statistics are very much like, quote unquote, in my favor. Over 77 percent of American adults live with chronic stress. So I believe that. I yes. Help. So literally, <laughs> like if there's 10 people listening, I can help over seven of you, you know, um, but but really, um, you know, and, and I say that because I don't you know, I try not to restrict myself. But but I do also at the same time, you know, I, I do focus on parents. And, and the reason I focus on parents is because, you know, it's funny, you know, a lot of people come to me and they want to, you know, kind of fix their stress for themselves, Mm -hmm. right? But what they don't realize is that as a parent, your stress is impacting your kids in very, very strong and and a little bit scary ways, you know, so, so specifically parents who have younger children, you know, because younger children, what, what happens is when they see their parents, you know, stressed out, 
they feel like, oh my gosh, it's something I'm doing. You yeah. know, it's just an instinct that kids have. And, and, and psychology, kids' psychology and medicine has shown us that that is the root of things like ADD in kids, you know, because kids, then they just tune out, right? Because they don't want to, they get scared. So they mm-hmm. kind of tune out. And, and the more often they do that, right? Again, chronic stress means every single day pretty soon they're developing the habit of tuning out and they forget how to tune back in. And that's where ADD happens. You know, that's what ADD is. And so, um, so, so that's why I say that, you know, people who are, you know, who are, especially like you say right now, it's, almost everyone is juggling a lot of mm-hmm. things at home between work and family and, and, and fears of the future and fears of, of, you know, of, of where we're going and, you know, the money, the, mm-hmm. the life, the health, the everything. It's just, it's everywhere. So anyway, again, to answer your question, you know, generally speaking, people who are, you know, who are working at home and have, you know, children who are in that, that age range of like, say, you know, um, under like 10 years old is really specifically those, those people who can, you know, really make the most impact on their kids. Because in that first, you know, seven to 10 years of our lives, that's where we're, we're, you know, absorbing all of the behavior that we're going to ultimately use for the rest of our lives. You know, it becomes like the programming for our mind. So now's the most important time to, to really make sure that you're presenting yourself in, in a way that is, that is positive and, and, you know, and, and healthy for your kids before it's too late. Mm-hmm. That's extremely well said. Amen. Thank yes, you. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. <Thank> you. <laughs> so for people who want to connect with you, they want to know where to go online to get some art burns in their life. Where should they go? <laughs> well, uh, I have a website, artburnscoaching.com. Uh, that's probably the easiest place. Uh, there you'll find uh, links to all my other, uh, you know, social media accounts and my, I do a, a uh, a podcast myself every day. Um, uh, I do a video, uh, vlog every day. And so, um, so there's lots of places that you can find me, but you know, if you go to the website, you can certainly find everything there. So artburnscoaching.com. Perfect. I appreciate so much that you took time out of your day to be with us on this podcast. I have learned some good techniques that I will be using. Like after this recording, I'm going to close my eyes and (laughs) go put my, I'm going to make sure I'm going to go outside and like physically put my feet on some real earth. And so I'm excited, Art. Thank you for this. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome, Sarah. I'm so happy. That's great. You bet. Well, thanks. Thanks for being with me today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, Sarah. Take care. Once again, our guest today has been Art Burns. You can find him online at artburnscoaching.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review for us on iTunes. Bye for now.